Welcome, welcome. This is my episode 176 of the 13 Sign Sky Astronomy Sky Astrology Report. My name is Chapeau Claudette, aka Claudette, because I love clouds and looking up. And this is a special broadcast talking about the sky at the moment that Prince Harry and Meghan Markle were pronounced husband and wife in Windsor. So I had to go through quite a lot of investigation to pinpoint the exact time because as we know, the um, ascendant and the sensitive point change degree every four minutes. Now, I want to take on board that, of course, um, they did go and sign some papers, and that took about 10 minutes after. So, you know, I'm going to have some leeway with two degrees. But the main thing, I think, is to be um, as mathematically correct as possible the music you heard was the Royal Salute. This is the beautiful official album of the Royal Wedding, which was a um, groundbreaking and multicultural ceremony that I, as an African-American, was very impressed with and very happy to see history in the making. So when I return, let's continue with where the planets were when Henry, Harry, and Meghan became husband and wife. So we're back and we are looking into the astronomical positions of the sun and the moon, but also the positions of particular planets close to the ascendant, which is what constellations were actually rising in the sky um, at the time of their union and the sensitive point of the MC. Also, I like to look at uh, certain fixed stars that ancient astrologers and astronomers, who were exactly the same thing back in the day, um, observed. And I do see a lot of things that I find very, very interesting. So the first things first, the sun on this day was at four degrees of Taurus. Now, the first thing you look at for an optimistic or interesting uh, concept about anything is if the sun is happy and well aspected, and it is. It is at the top of the chart in the 10th house, conjunct the midheaven. And that is very important because they will be shining a light on their position all around the world. What is also interesting to note is that in the 10th house, we have what I call two very important points. 
I've found in my research, one is the midpoint of the sun and the moon. And that also falls in the 10th house and that falls also in the constellation of Taurus. Even more importantly, the planet of love also falls in this 10th house at 36 degrees of Taurus. Now there's a uh, fixed star that a lot of us are familiar with because it's in the constellation Orion, Betelgeuse, they call it, Betelgeuse. It's a little bit red. You can see it in the night sky and its astronomical position is at 35 degrees of Taurus. And I have seen that be an amazing benevolent after researching now over hundreds of um, moments in time for public people. I have seen only amazing and good things when someone has a aspect with this Betelgeuse. And they do. And that is very inspiring. The next thing that I'm looking at, and this is the heart and soul of it, is the position of the moon. And the moon, of course, is our satellite. It's the closest thing. It's our emotional life. In this situation, we also are mainly looking at are these heavenly bodies having a good interaction, alchemy, with each other at this moment of time that these people start their lives together. I mean, you still have to look at a lot of other things, of course, um, of the individual uh, birth charts. But I am interested in the supporting aspects of this union because there are a lot of things happening at this time in the world basically, and they are a part of it, mainly Uranus in Aries. And what we see is we see the moon at 22 degrees of Gemini. Now, Gemini only has about 23, 24 degrees of the ecliptic. So, in this case, you want to make sure that the moon is having a aspect because it could be seen as being um, void of moon. <laughs> and void of moon, you know, it's not really, it's, you don't know, it's kind of a wild card. But what is beautiful about this is that we do see that Jupiter has a triangle to the moon and that is just magical it's they're both in jupiter is in libra and the constellation of libra and it is trying the moon in the house of friendship in their 11th house so you know these are just lucky people to meet their best friend the love of their life somebody that they need you know you know, it's just amazing. And they, they want to change the world. So they've got all this wonderful 10th house um, support with the Betelgeuse and the midheaven between the sun and the moon and lovely Venus there as well. And of course, the sun conjunct the MC really by three degrees. Very, very tight indeed. Okay. Um, 
what we also would like to touch on is the ascendant and which is so typical i mean it's like written in the stars as harry actually said himself we have leo arising leo rising at 14 degrees of um leo the ascendant rising at 14 degrees of leo which is a very strong and wonderful indication for, of course, how they, um, how the energy at that time will reflect on everyone else. And it already has, you know, everybody knows their royalty takes them seriously. And it's more like respect and also to present yourself where you get what you give. So they respecting a lot of things in a way how, you know, they both have respected a lot of um, the traditions that come with um, a royal engagement, but also she has respected her heritage as well. And when you um, give that kind of respect, that kind of loyalty, royalty to something, you are definitely going to get that back. I know it's the case with a lot of people. A lot of people are very impressed by the two of them and, you know, really want to get on board to be a part of all the wonderful things that they are doing. Now, I want to give a little break because I don't want to miss this lovely piece that played during the wedding. It's from the King's Choir and it's Stand By Me. You'll catch it in the middle of it playing. Wasn't that wonderful? I mean, there were so many magical moments. If I could take a moment just to keep it on focus that I really truly believe that Uranus has shown itself um, changing signs um, at this moment in time. There's been so many unusual things happening in the world, you know, from North Korea to Israel to Kanye West to the royal wedding and to actually this very, um, you know, empathic uh, inclusion of the African-American heritage in a international global royal wedding. And, you know, I don't want to make a kind of cliche about this because I know that there has been always an interaction between people of different nationalities. But in this case, we see that, um, you know, two people, of course, you know, Harry has mentioned in the loss of his mother when he was younger. And then you have Megan, who comes from parents who are separated, and we've seen the fallout of her family have come together. And as the Episcopal priest said, in the power of love. And 
if anything, this can be an example. I always say this is our mythology. This is a chance to embrace change and to see it materialize in front of your eyes in a way of symbolism. And that is exactly how I see this. Listen to this piece, The Lord of All Hopeful, right before I return to talking more about the astronomy chart. Okay, so we were at the ascending point, you know. Now, the most important, next, secondly, most important thing to talk about here are the elements because this is where I'm coming from the biodynamic energy and the interaction. So, we talked about the sun being in Taurus, we talked about, you know, very strong 10th house. Know that the 10th house also belongs to a earth sign, which is uh, Capricorn, and uh, Venus is belonging to Taurus so it's all this very earth thing that means materializing what you are planning to do and then we have the moon in the next sign of air of you know intelligent making intelligence decision being able to think and you know it is a challenge you know because the moon is the emotional part so if you have a meeting or or an interaction between the emotional moon and the constellation space of gemini which is known for being an air sign and also in biodynamics we call it flowering because it's the scent because there are no um, borders you can really make with air and that is the analogy I always give to this energy and you know they say if you cut flowers during the time that the moon this is perfect that the moon is in an air sign they will last longer so i mean really the moon of this union you know the planting time and what is being harvested at this time will last of course forever and in a good way and in an intelligent way which is you know the i believe very very important and to be emotionally intelligent about it and this is i believe the best way to explain uh the moon in gemini in that air energy okay now we have the next house which i didn't talk about we have the south node and it's i'm talking about it because it's in the constellation of cancer and we should talk about it because these are karmic points and of course this is all kind of like how did he meet somebody from la i mean you know like written in the stars kind of like destined to be and um that is at 10 degrees of cancer 
astronomically and it also brings in i wanted to mention it it brings in the water aspect of this energy that we have between the 10th and the 12th house and before the ascendant which is leo so what I'm showing you here is a very important part, which is the South Node. It's really about where you come from, like what you came with the karma from before. Um, and then it's in Cancer, but I'm just saying it's in the water in sign, it's in the water um, energy space, or I call it constellation space. And it's next to the air. So they have, it's the best thing when you have all the different elements, yeah? And this is what we're seeing with the most important parts of this union. We see a beautiful coming together of all the elements. In a way, ending in this part with the Ascendant being in Leo. And these are really important parts. If you're talking about Western astrology, or you're talking about um, Eastern, you know, uh, Vedic astrology, as they, as people call it, yeah. So I think this is, you know, really important to take on board that you know we're starting with the sun in the Earth sign, the moon in air, the node the point of karma which is very vedic western and um, eastern astro astrology in cancer and then accumulating you know through the ascendant in leo the fire sign and you know i could go on forever i am still embracing everything about this union but i want to end here on this strong point because I feel that it is destiny that the Reverend Michael Courage spoke about fire, spoke about, you know, that fire is love and that without fire, there would be nothing without fire to sustain people who left Africa and had and migrated to the north. They would have never survived if they didn't keep, weren't able to keep warm. They hadn't developed fire, all the industrial revolutions, all these things, and they have burning desire. This is all a part of that. And, you know, I mean, this is really, for me, I see it as a mythology. I see it as a big symbol in our lives. And I am really, you know, chuffed to live in this time and to be mindful. And if anything, I'm doing this because I want us all to be mindful that this is, you know, not something superficial um, happening. This is an opportunity that is happening and it's an opportunity that they need us to help them with. And, you know, there are so many negatives happen. But when I say I am grateful a lot of times for negativity because it tells me that there is definitely positivity um, in the world and that it will be a very, very um, optimistic and wonderful opportunity. Now, this is the best part of, well, that's the best part. There's a beautiful, beautiful ceremony and I love this and I'm going to end on this. And I did not know, and you learn something every day, so I'm going to pass it on to you, is that this song 
that they played at the almost at the end is played in um, southern parts of the U.S. at the end of a wedding. And thank you, you know, I can't be, I'm just so impressed by the choice of uh, the two to include my heritage and the rich heritage as well that included Europeans and Scottish and everything from that time. So um, thank you so much for listening. You're listening to Chapeau Claudette, a.k.a. Claudette, because I love clouds. And if you have any questions, don't forget to contact me on skystrology.com. Enjoy. And this is a beautiful piece of music. You can find it on Spotify. It's the Kingdom Choir. Amen. So much happened, so much had to happen to make this a reality. And now it is a reality. And amen to that. Now this is the traditional bell ringing that is coming up that happened at the end. As they walk down the stairs as husband and wife. And that was Amen, this little light of mine that you just heard. Mm-hmm. 